everybody, welcome back to the Move Plus. Johan and I are here to talk. Last time we spoke to you, we were discussing the Yumbo Visma Sudal Quick Step proposed merger, rumored merger. It was going to shake up the sport. Well, after a few weeks, nothing happened. No merger. Merger called off. Now the reports out of the Dutch press is that the team Jumbo Visma will be Visma Lisa Bike for the 2024 season and potentially beyond. I will talk to Johan about what exactly happened here, why Lisa Bike stepped up to be the presenting sponsor, and you know the, what happens going forward from this, especially with Sudal Quickstep and Remco Evenepoel's career now that they appear to be in the sport, but maybe scaling back their budget. So to tackle this kind of slightly complex situation here, you know, we have Jumbo Visma, Sudal Quickstep. They were going to merge. We were talking about that for multiple episodes. Apologies to everyone who, uh, who went along on that ride with us, and we ended up right back where we started. Both teams are continuing in the 2024 season. Yumbo Visma will be Visma Lisa Bike. That's that's allegedly. That's not official yet. We'll mm-hmm. find out on December twenty first um, <clears throat> to see for for the official name of the team. But Johan, off the top, why did this merger fall apart? Like, do you have any intel on what happened here? Yeah. Well, I think first of all, let's start at the beginning. I think we would we we, we should never have talked about this merger. <laughs> I have fun. <laughs> No well, I mean, you know, not just us. I mean, it should never have been a topic because, you know, it makes no sense that two of the strongest teams in the world and, and you know, the strongest and the best team in the world having won all three Grand Tours in one season. Um, I don't know how many wins, uh, 60, 60-something wins, um, that they cannot find a sponsor. That's that's actually ridiculous. So the fact that it, that idea was even entertained I think to me is is telling about the state of cycling and uh you know how the economics of pro cycling works but um but as far as I know the talks and the idea of the merger slash takeover were very real uh the talks have happened um I know that uh in the last week of the Tour de France or in the last week there has been a meeting between um, the strong uh, person behind the Sudal Quickstep team is Denek Bakala, a Czech entrepreneur, and uh, Richard Plugge, the GM, the manager of uh, of Jumbo Visma, and um, potentially also another. I mean, there's an, there's the the equivalent of of Bakala in in Jumbo Visma is uh, a Dutch entrepreneur called uh, Robert Van der Waal. He's the he's the he's the guy um, who's like backing Richard Plugger and the team since the very beginning. Actually, he's you know he's an entrepreneur. Uh, if you remember correctly, uh, at the beginning of Jumbo Visma, I think the team was called Lotto Jumbo, um, and there was another company uh, called Brand Brand Loyalty involved. Yes, yes, I remember this. So Brand Loyalty is is uh, is a business. Uh, it's like um, it's stamps, stamps that people can collect and then pay with. So uh, this Robert van der Waal is the founder and owner of this company. Uh, they call him the the king of stamps in 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 Holland. Uh, he sold the company for a lot of money. So he and Bacala were obviously having discussions about this. And uh, when when as far as I've been told. There was a certain interest from Jim Ratcliffe, uh, owner of Ineos, in Remco Evenepoel. And so 
at first, I think they have tried to get Remco Evenepoel out of his contract to go to Ineos. Then, secondly, there was some kind of theory that uh, Radcliffe would actually buy the team around Remco Evenepoel. Uh, and then, starting from that idea, Plugge has seen the opportunity to say, well, maybe Sudal would be free as a sponsor. And so that's where the talks have started. Um, those talks were very real, uh, but at the same time also very complicated because you know, there were so many writers involved, there were different sponsors involved. Some of them were interested in making the, 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 the shift towards the, the jumbo team, let's say. Uh, and, and between them was uh, Specialized. Uh, Specialized absolutely wants to stay connected to Remco Evenepoel. And I think the the big conflict has really started there with Specialized and Cervelo. Cervelo is uh, a brand owned by a holding company called PON, P-O-N, which is huge, massive. And since the the contract apparently is, uh, there's no date. It's, it's like an undetermined, it's like a continuous contract, uh, no expiry date. So Pon has put their foot down and said, hey, we want to respect this contract. And if this uh, is the case that you guys are looking for other sponsors and another bike sponsor, then our legal team will get involved. And uh, in my opinion, that's what basically uh, made the whole deal fall apart. And do you think the, like, just going back to the origin of this deal, Richard Pluga and Bacala are thinking, Bacala is thinking, how can I stop spending my own money? Probably it would be like, I'm spending too much money on this team. What Correct. can I do? Richard Pluga is thinking, I need a sponsor. Sudal looks pretty good. And was the idea that if Jim Ratcliffe came in and said, I really want Remco having a pull, I'm just going to buy the quick step team to get his contract. Then Sudal would essentially be out of their contract sponsoring quick step. I would guess sponsor so. Jumbo Visma. Yeah. I would, I would guess so. I would guess so. Um, now that I've I've heard different theories, you know, and and what we're telling here is just based on what we've heard. Nothing of this is certain, uh, but on the one hand, I I you know I've heard that Remco wanted to leave the Sudal Quickstep environment and go to a team like Ineos. Then on the other hand, I've heard that he would make the shift this, uh, to uh, to Jumbo Visma together with uh, Specialized. So. Um, it has sounded very complicated for me from the start. Uh, it, it was it was always going to be an artificial um, putting together of a puzzle where there would be a lot of people who would be left uh, empty-handed or unhappy. And then finally, uh, it it didn't go. Uh, I mean, uh, again, I think the 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 crucial. The crucial factor here was specialized, wanting to go to the best team in the world, and uh, Pon. Uh, I've, I've, I've researched some research here. Pon is is Pon is a holding company, right? They have a, a number. I mean, a big the bike. They have several bike brands. They have Cannondale. They have uh, Cervelo. They have um, um, Focus, I think. Um, or or cube I don't, I don't anyway they have a bunch of of bike brands but that's just a small portion of what they really do 
And uh, in 2021, their annual revenue was one was 8.1 billion euros. That's eight and a half million dollars. So a billion dollars. So uh, a massive. And you know, if if a company like that gets involved and says, "Okay, you're going to have to deal with my legal people," I think Richard Plugger has said, "Okay." I'll swallow <laughs> and I'll just be quiet here in my corner and do what they tell me to do. I mean, that's like 10 times the size of specialized. And and it's not even necessarily maybe they didn't intimidate Richard Pluga. Maybe just Richard Pluga proved to them like, hey, I have a second option here. And they said, okay, like you've proven this is a, you have another bidder. We'll come in. And I think maybe some people are confused. Like, why isn't Cervello just the co-sponsor? Why isn't it? Visma Cervello. My guess is Pawn is is realizing like there's a finite of people that can buy Cervello bikes. This is never going to be a major brand. It's yeah. a niche brand, but they have all these companies under their umbrella. Let's just pick another one of our companies that needs to get some publicity. Uh, Lisa Bike is owned by Pawn, so Lisa Bike's the presenting sponsor. This is kind of what Jerry Ryan does with his uh, Jayco team. And, you know, he owns Jayco. Uh, Lisa Bike has already been. I don't know if you remember, uh, Spencer. I'm sure you do. You remember that time when I don't know if it was in the Giro and the Tour that the blue the, tires, uh, the, the the blue tires, the, yeah. the blue front tire. That was a Lisa Bike campaign. Um, you know, um, so so obviously Pon is Pon is big, and I think they they came up with uh, they came up with the money. Uh, you know, they they can easily. I mean, as I said, you know the. The bike brands is just a small a small portion of of what they do. You know, they, they look. They have Cervelo, they have Santa Cruz, they have GT. I think they uh, import like Skoda they, and Volkswagen. They have maybe. Schwinn, they have Mongoose, they have uh, uh, what else do they have here? Um, BBB Cycling, Focus, Cannondale, um, a bunch. Of, and and as I said, this is just a small portion. You know, they uh, they import. Uh, a bunch of um, a bunch of car brands, you no know, uh, VW, Audi, Seat, Skoda, uh, Cupra, Man. The the I mean, it's it's massive. So you know, it's a big player, and um, they have the resources to save the team, and uh, and and I think they did. Um, at the end of the day, if you look at the end result, I would say plug a chapeau for what you did because. He was basically playing and entertaining s- several scenarios, and he got one of his existing partners to come up with the money. So, uh, well done. And another component of this is the UCI sent out this slightly threatening, slightly ambiguous letter during this process, saying, "Hey, just so you know, whoever you know acquires Tudal Quickstep has to pay their riders, whether you have room for them on your team or not." Mm-hmm. Plugas said, "Yeah, you know, I spoke to him during this." during this process. Um, he didn't comment on it, but then my colleague, Steve Maxwell spoke to him later and he did kind of open up about it. He said the discussions didn't work out for a number of reasons. One of the reasons was that after discussions with the UCI, we found there wasn't a good solution for both teams. We didn't want to leave one team in limbo. And if you read between the lines there, it's basically, we wanted Jim Ratcliffe to buy Sudal Quickstep. He didn't want to buy it probably because he's busy uh, buying Manchester United and, um, uh, Johan maybe dropped a nugget in our pre-record that he's cutting back in his investment in the cycling team. Not interested in buying Sudal Quickstep, so we were going to have to deal with Sudal Quickstep. We didn't want to, so we moved on to option option B, which was just increased investment from Pawn. Yeah. Do you, 
do you think that there, you know, this, let's just to kind of go on a little side tangent with Enios, do you think there was ever any serious talks between Enios and Sudal Quickstep about Enios buying Sudal Quickstep? As, as far as I have heard, yes. There's, there has been different scenarios uh, been entertained. And uh, one of them was actually, uh, you know, Radcliffe uh, buying uh, the lice, uh, buying Sudal, uh, buy, buying Quickstep, sorry, buying the team, not, not the sponsor. Yeah. Um, and then probably, you know, progressively over the years, turning back into Ineos. Uh, what's clear is that the goal was to acquire Remco Evenepoel. Uh, because that's basically the, the the kind of figure that they're missing right now in, in Ineos. Uh, you're right. I did hear that Radcliffe has uh, examined the cycling team and that uh, they've done some research on the money they're spending and they've come to the conclusion that a bunch of people were heavily, heavily overpaid. Um, I think that's the reason why uh, a lot of these signings have last, have taken so long. Um, and uh, other riders uh, have renewed probably at a, at a lower salary. I've heard that the budget is cut back somewhere around 10 million less than in the past. Um, that would still leave them with more than 40 million. So uh, it's plenty of money to be one of the top players. But I've heard that that, that has been the case, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're the third or fourth best team in the sport. Their budget should probably reflect reflect that. I think this trimming is a reasonable thing to do. Some people might say, why does Radcliffe care? He's just pay a bunch of money. He has a bunch of money. Well, he's spending a lot of money on these teams. You know, if he's, he's <laughs> spending a, a billion dollars for 25%, no, maybe is more. It's like 1.6 billion pounds, I think, for 25% of Manchester United. That's going to take up a lot of time and money. Mm-hmm. You know, like They're going to mm-hmm. have to upgrade the stadium. That's going to come out of at least partially Radcliffe's pockets. I, I totally understand this decision. And if you are ever re-signing someone for less money and they agree to it, it means they've been overpaid because it means the market rate for them is lower than you've been paying them. I would guess a lot of their team uh, has been paid above market rate for a long time. So mm-hmm. it looks a little weird because that we heard, you know, like Evanapol's going there. This Wout Van Arts, I heard from a writer, Wout Van Arts going to Enios, and then they kind of re- re-sign the same nucleus with Garrett Thomas as maybe their best GC writer. Uh, but they are they're being strategic, like to retain Carlos Rodriguez or to claw him back from Movistar after he tried to leave. I think a really smart decision. That guy's a really good rider, high upside, proved at the tour that he could be a top GC rider someday. So they're spending money where they need to, but just being yeah. more reasonable. Um, with the tertiary riders, shall we say. Um, Johan, the one big question here that I still have is, where does this leave Remco Evenepoel? So he's still on Sudal Quickstep. I think it's clear now he will race for them in 2024. There, from If you're reading between the lines or maybe even just reading the lines, Bacala says he wants to spend less money on this team. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to keep investing his own money into it. It means the budget will not be as big which means they will not be able to hire highly paid mountain domestiques to support Remco Evenepoel's GC ambitions. Well, yeah. Is Remco happy with that? I, how, where does that leave him? I think for the moment, you know, considering all the different uh, possibilities that were on the table, I think he's at the right place. Um, you know, he's still developing. He still needs to get experience in, 
in Grand Tours, uh, especially for the Tour de France. Um, Soudal Quickstep did reinforce himself uh, considerably right, with uh, a guy like, for example, with, with Landa and, and then renewing a few other riders. So um, I, I think, I think Remco is going to stay put for the remainder of his contract. You know, it's and now all of a sudden, you know, with everything that happened, um, you know, let's not forget, we didn't talk about that, but you know, the whole, this whole uh, merger theory also actually, uh, I'm not going to say forced, but you know, it, it, one of the results was that Primoz Roglic is leaving Jumbo Visma, right? Um, for a lot more money, and and of, of course, you know, if if you look at if you look at that operation uh, for for uh, Plugge, that's probably one of the best deals that he did because uh, let's just assume that Roglic was somewhere in the range around four million euros contract uh, plus. I have been told that. The buyout, but he didn't. He didn't let him go for free. You know, Plugge would not be a, a good businessman if he would do that. So, uh, information I have, it's the buyout was three million euro. So that's a seven. That's a plus seven million yeah. euro operation. That's that's a, a, a decent co-sponsor for free without, without having to give up any real estate on the jersey. So. Um, for an old rider too, 34 years old. I love Primoz Roglic. I think Bora, I, I think it's a good, it's a bold move. It's a good move. I think mm-hmm. this is great for Jumbo Visma. And does this kind of, does this help, uh, like balance the books? Like, do you think their raw budget is probably smaller in 2024 than 2023 or roughly the same? I, I think it's the same, if not bigger, if not bigger, because, uh, because Pom came up with a lot of extra money. Yeah, uh, Visma. Obviously, if Visma becomes the title sponsor, they're going to increase their 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 sponsorship. Um, so I think I th- listen. Plugger is is the big winner out of all this. Um, you know, it looked a bit messy for a while, but then you know, at the end of the day, if you look back and he sits in his sofa with his calculator, he says, "Oh, pretty good two last months I had." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the the Roglic windfall definitely is a good move, and he told me that. Uh, Yumbo's still involved. He didn't quite specify well, in what manner. It seemed to be Jumbo, some sort of financial involvement. Jumbo, Jumbo was Jumbo is one of the uh, one of the founding partners. So uh, whoever whoever is at the head there, I don't know who it is, but apparently they had a deal. They had a deal for next year. Uh, so in theory, they still owe Plugus Company that money. Uh, but as far as I have been reading, they are a founding member of the team for the next three years. So they st- they could potentially spread the money or from from what they owe for next year over the next three years. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard that they can yeah. smooth that payment out, and that's yeah. that's significant. So, that's still a significant amount of money. Yeah, and and they don't they're not anywhere on the jersey, so you know it's it's more space that yeah. he can sell. Uh, and he gets the money for free, basically. So, uh, listen, you can say whatever you want from you like him or not, but he's a pretty good businessman, and uh, he did uh, he did an amazing job for the team. Yeah, chapeau à Peluga. And and we're not even. Uh, this is only half of what he's been up to this month. In the next episode, we'll talk about his uh, his side project of maybe trying to revolutionize the sport. But do you have anything else to to kind of tie up before we leave, Johan? 
No, I mean, uh, you know, it was an interesting, it, it was interesting while it lasted, right? This whole idea yeah, was of fun. those two strong teams getting together. Initially, I remember I was, I was in Mallorca with, uh, with our, with the move Mallorca when I, when I got the news and it was like, what? Um, then I checked with actually with the journalist who had the information first, he said he was 99% sure that his information was correct. It turned out to be correct. Um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, if you, if you think about it, it really made no sense. You know, it makes no sense to, to put all these, uh, strong riders together and, and these two super teams together. Um, so, and all, and good, all good, I would say for everybody, because, you know, all the riders who had signed for Sudal Quickstep at least can, you know, be relieved and, uh, and focus on next season. Yeah, and if you're a rider without a contract, looking for a contract, a bunch of effectively free riders being cut loose under the market is not good for you. Exactly. Do you think did, did I, do the one question I still have is the the leak? You know, when I remember I was in Miami with this broke, I was thinking this cannot be true. Like this mm-hmm. is absurd. Do you think someone leaked to Raymond Kirkhoffs from inside the organization that this was happening in order to try to stop it? Or what was the motivation there? Why did they I don't, do this? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I do know that when Raymond comes with something, uh, you know, he's been a long, a long time around. And if he put that big story out there, I was almost sure it was true. He, you know, he has too much, he's been around for too long. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I don't know who leaked it. Um, but it, in my opinion, in my opinion, it was probably somebody from within the Quickstep organization who was not happy with the situation. You know, there are this a few people uh, in that organization. Like I can think of one specifically Dutch person who has publicly said that he did not think it was a good idea. Um, so he may have, and he was definitely at the table because he has a high, yeah. high powered position there. So, um, it could come from there. I don't know where it come from, but you know, he had the right information. I tend to agree with you. I think that came from this, the same place for the same reason, but, uh, thanks Johan for hope for, I guess we're, we're putting this to bed. Finally, there's no more yeah. should all quick stop. Young is my merger talk. And <laughs> unless something completely shocking happens, I think on December 31st, sorry, December 21st, we'll see that Visma, uh, Lisa bike is the new name of the team for 2024. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. All right. Well, thanks. And we'll be back soon to talk about, uh, what, what Pluga has been up to in the meantime. Yeah.